Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you, Jesus, be exalted in our midst. In your name we pray. And the saints shall say, Amen. Please be seated. Ask your neighbor sitting by you, where is everybody? Is it because of the small vacation for Vits? No. People have decided that God can wait. As manner is, we serve God in seasons. When we don't think we need him, or when we feel we have other more important things, then he can wait. We'll catch up with him when we come back. Amen. But that must change. I said that must change. Whether it's raining or it's, it's, it's sunning, whether it's raining or it's sunning, whichever way, God is still God. And that must be your heart cry at all times. Amen. I'm preaching on this book. I'm not preaching exactly everything that is written in it, but I'm touching on it here and there. And just in case you want to know more, I suggest to you to read it. Because it's your key to your prosperity. It's your key to your blessing. If you are going to follow God, you have to learn to let go of some of the things that are in you and with you, which are actually senses for Satan to reach you. <laughs> let me say it again. You see, remember that we are not born, born again. Are you with me? Number two, remember that, like David said, in sin did my mother conceive me. In other words, what brought you forth is already sin. What brought you forth is under the control of Satan. Yeah. So sin can only produce sin. Like Jesus said, a tree can only bring forth what it is. Is it a good tree can bring forth bad fruits, and neither can a bad tree bring forth good fruits. There are certain principles of life that always will repeat itself. 
no matter what you think or what you say. So when a sinner meets another sinner, they can always produce sinners. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, when you meet Jesus, the one who comes in the righteousness of God, and you accept him, are you with me? You have to be willing to let go in your life of the things that gave Satan control over you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, listen, some, what I'm saying, you always want me to bring it home when I'm just trying to, when I'm just trying to leave it in the clouds. I'm trying to operate in the clouds, but it looks like you want me to download. Okay, I'm going to download. You see, some of you, the power of the boys or the girls over you is because of something that they have in you. So every time they come and they press that one, even though you have vowed, I will not talk to him, I will not mind him, before you realize you are in his arms. Ask your neighbor, do you get, the message is downloaded now. Do you, have you received it? You see, I was trying to keep it in the clouds. I was trying to keep it on Google Drive. Do you get it? But you wanted me to bring it to your device, so I've downloaded it. You see, now, now, what happens is that once that thing ceases to function by whatever means, the power over you is broken. And that is why if you are going to follow Jesus and enjoy the life that he has brought you, then you must be willing to let go of certain things that the word of God identifies that they must not be in your life. It it doesn't matter what good they appear to do to you. If it is identified by the word of God as not compatible to your new life, that has been brought to you, it must go. Your refusal to let go or your holding on onto it allows Satan to manage you from his kingdom, even though you are in a new kingdom. Are you with me? So when you read the book, it will mention some of the things you must lose. You need to change your mind about suffering. You see, Satan has propagated and promoted suffering as a bad thing that must be rejected no matter what it promises to bring. Are you with me? Knowing very well that your rejection of suffering immediately brings him strength to manage you. You see, some of us come from a very poor home. But we have been given an intelligence, an IQ level that is going to solve every poverty 
that ever existed in our lives. But our refusal to suffer to sit down and study is what will rob us. Yeah. Some of you, your struggles in your course, the subjects you are doing, first of all, the course you are doing is below you. It's because you have refused to suffer. I said, it's because you have refused to suffer to wake up at dawn. But you loved your sleep. That is why your grades were not what it was supposed to be. Some of you, you were supposed, you see, whatever you needed, God had given to you already. You are so intelligent that if you were to have suffered, invested into your life by reading, by studying, all the days of your educational life shall be free because somebody will pay for you by scholarship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because you say, ah, listen, let me sleep small. Let me sleep small. So now, now you are believing God for Nesfas. Or what is, what is it? Is, is it Nesfas? Whether it's a Nesfas or Nesfas, there's a, there's, a, there's a fast. There's a fast. There's a fast. We will accept it like that. Once you know what I'm talking about, do you get it? Yeah. So I'm trying to even show you in your natural life that your refusal to suffer and Satan has branded suffering as something that is very bad and yet, and yet, and yet when it is about him and when he wants to lead, mislead us he tells us, yeah, this one you have to suffer for it. Hallelujah. Sacrifice. Oh, listen. If you eat all your seeds, no amount of rain will be a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. If you eat all your seeds, no amount of rain will be a blessing to you. And no level of good ground would be a blessing to you. If you eat all your seeds. Sacrificing is part of life. To have a harvest. Without sacrificing to sow your seed, you will never have a harvest. No amount of rain, no amount of good ground will be a blessing to you. And there are things in you that must just die. Never to resurrect. You accept it, you will do well. You reject it, you will always struggle. Hallelujah. And the book would help you. Good. So this morning, I want to touch on a few things so that we can pray about them. Because the Bible says that the house of God is declared and is meant to be a house of prayer. Do you get it? So when we come to, when we gather in the name of Jesus, we should be found talking to God more than talking to ourselves. Because we've been talking to ourselves all this while. So when we have come to God, then we still talk to ourselves. No. We need to talk to him so that we hear him talk to us. Amen. Amen. So be, be happy when you go to church and you pray for a long time. Don't be happy that you just, you're, you're smart. You time when you come. By the time you come, the boring part is over. The prayer part is not the boring part. The prayer part is actually the part that brings life. 
So those of you that come late, don't worry, I've also strategized for you. I've strategized for you. Yeah, you are waiting for me to come and tell you God is going to bless you. God is going to increase you. It's true. God is going to bless you. God is going to increase you. But the things you don't pray about, they never change. That is why Jesus tells a parable in Luke chapter 18. And he said, the Bible says, and he speaks a parable to this end. That men always ought to pray and not faint. The New Living Translation, and he said to his disciples, Jesus one day told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray. They should always pray and never give up. Hallelujah. If Jesus is saying to the people that he's leading that they must pray, what else? The people whose pastor is Jesus is saying they must pray. And you, me, your pastor. You see, Jesus, the pastor, God, when he was the pastor of his flock, he said they must pray. How come? And why should I not make you even pray more? If Jesus said his congregation should pray, then my congregation should pray times three or times ten. So we are going to pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you, do you want to pray? Yes. And never stop praying. Always. And listen, pray about everything. 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 Talk to God about everything of your life. Because if God is interested in how many hairs are on your head, then is there any aspect of your life that you will not be interested in? You are not even interested in how many hairs are on your head. You don't know and you don't care and you don't want to know. And it doesn't bother you. As long as you have enough to put up a design, it's okay. Even if you don't have, you borrow. It doesn't have to be yours to use it. <laughs> you see, that, that's how much you don't care about your hair. It's like, if you want to go, go. We will borrow others to come. But God, He knows. You see, He didn't say He knows the number, He said they are numbered. So when they fall, they know number 3872 is falling. So why would he not be concerned about any aspect of your life? If the hair which you don't care about, he's concerned about it, then I want you to know that every dimension of your life is of interest to God. Don't believe the lie of Satan that, oh no, your academic work doesn't concern God. Your other life is just your Sunday morning. No. Your whole life concerns God. And please, let me tell you, he has, you have been his concern before you even got to know and accept Jesus. If, if you check carefully, you will see that he has been watching over you long ago before you knew him. Mm -hmm. It's because you don't want to do the maths. That's why you can't see his work in you. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
Now, the next thing I want to say to you is that we have to believe the word of God. We have to believe the word of God. You see, we believe the information that we gather by our five senses more than any other information. But I'm here to tell you that the, the word of God and whatever God says is true and is truer than what your senses gather. Yes. What your senses gather is, is according to what it has been trained to interpret. You see, your senses are trained to see when you see when you see this, it means this. It's, it's trained. Trained by who? By God? No. Educated and trained by the world in which you live in. Which is under the management of Satan. God can intervene. Does intervene. But it doesn't mean that he's running it day to day. No. So what it is is that you have been trained that when you see this and it looks like this, this is what it means. But even in your short life, you have discovered that what you see is not always what it means. The information that you gather from what you see, you discover that, no, it's a lie. Because the runner of this world is a deceiver. So he makes you see things that are not what you see. Because he knows that you live by your senses. That is why Jesus, when he was being prophesied of in Isaiah chapter 11, one of the things that was said about him is that he's not going to conclude or make judgments based on what he sees, what he hears, but he's basing on beyond that realm. Isaiah chapter 11. He says, And there shall come forth out of the stem of Jesse a rod. Out of the stem of David's family will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. Let's read on. And the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. He would delight, he would delight in obeying the Lord. He would delight. His excitement is in obeying the Lord. Now, this is the verse I wanted to see. He will not judge by appearance. I said he will not judge by appearance. Many of us judge by appearance. That's why many people will reject the boy that they should accept. And accept the boy that they should reject. Eish. Ah, and, and of course, of course, the opposite is true. The opposite is true. Many boys, ah, she's pretty. And what do you mean by she's pretty? Because she has a certain shape. And, 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 and it's killing you. 
He's killing you softly. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the good one that will be a blessing, a true blessing to you, is right by you. But you are, you are standing, you are short, but you are climbing to see and trying to get. But you see, listen, listen, sit down, sit down. No, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say something to you. Don't shout too much so that you don't hear what you need to hear. <laughs> Do you get it? He will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. Verse 4. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word. And one breath from his mouth would destroy the wicked. Hallelujah. So listen, listen. Most of us believe what we can feel and what we have been trained to think more than the word of God. But we are going to pray that God will have mercy on us and help us to believe the word of God. So you'll be looking for every decision of your life. What does the word of God say about it? Because whatever the word of God says is what is true. Because you see, we have been trained. And Satan, you see, Satan knows how he has trained us. And therefore he sets his traps for our life's distraction according to the training he has given us. You see, we have been schooled to believe that when somebody looks decent, it's a good person. So the thieves also have learned to be very decent. Because because God himself said, man looks on the outward, but God looks at the heart. So you see, God cannot be deceived by Satan. Because, after all, he made Satan. But Satan can deceive you. Because he knows how you are made. And what you work with. So unless you believe the word of God in this world. The goodness of God that is promised to your life. By meeting Jesus Christ and accepting him into your life. Would not readily manifest. Hallelujah. That's why you have to learn. If the word of God says through much tribulation we must enter into heaven, then accept it. When you are going through things, don't say that God has forsaken you. Because the difficulty of your life has nothing to do with God forsaking you. But most of us, we equate God forsaking us based on the difficulty of our lives. I can't get this, I can't get this, therefore God doesn't love me, so I'm going to kill myself. No, God loves you. What you need, that he knows that you need according to his plan, the thing will be there before you even get there. Amen. Good. 
So I pray that, and in the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. So we need to believe. Now, one of the things I need to say to you also is that the things of God that will lead you higher and that will fill your life with the true blessing and fulfillment of life, as they are presenting to you, you are likely to despise them. You are likely to despise them. Unless the Lord has had mercy on you and made you to just receive it without even you knowing what you are receiving, you are most likely to despise them. You see, like being born again, most of us, we despise it. We are born again, all right, but it's not like we are cheering for, this, for the fact that we are born again. It's like we, don't, we can't see the blessing and the fountain of blessing in it. And that's why we don't rejoice about our salvation. We don't say, yes, I may not have this, but at least I'm saved. No, it doesn't mean anything to us. We would rather give it up if we feel that it's stopping us from walking certain ways that we want to walk. That is why we will give up fellowship, we will give up church, and anything that will make us stronger in Christ, we will give it up if it is standing in the way between us and pleasures. I mean, for, for a boy, a, a, not just a boy, a stupid boy. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the, you see, that's my anger. For a stupid boy or a stupid girl, many of us will give up our salvation. Because, you see, what did, they, what did I do? And I just went to the front and I said, Jesus, come into my heart. I receive. That's all. What does he do to me? Listen, the boy is, the girl, the boy, whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I wanted to preach in the cloud, but you asked me to download. That's why, I that's, that's why, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm preaching on your device. Hallelujah. Yeah. Most of us will give up our salvation. But you see, you see, Jesus, who is God with us, when the disciples came back and they were rejoicing, they were excited because they were able to cast out demons like no man business. They just spoke and the demons were running away and they came very happy. Jesus said, you are happy for the wrong reason. Demons running away is nothing. You should be happy that your names are written in the book of life. But many Christians don't, don't it, it doesn't excite them. Listen, if you understood what it means to have your name written in the book of life and the blessings and the favor of God and the provision of God and the I mean all the good things that are to follow if you knew it if you knew it you wake up every morning excited for your salvation somebody will have to tell you you haven't eaten today please eat you are too excited <laughs> yeah. so don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Ah! Evil spirits obey me. You said I shouldn't rejoice. 
What is better than having evil spirits obey, obey you? Hey! But Jesus said, rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. That's, 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 that's actually what it is. So, so the point I'm trying to say to you is that this is God speaking. Oh, Jesus is not a man. Even though he came in the form of a man, Jesus is God with us. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. And he's saying that be excited. Not demons obeying you. Some of us, it's not, it's, we are excited not even about demons obeying us. We are excited about small, small things. And yet, the big thing that we are supposed to be excited about, we are not excited. Who is making it so? It's Satan. But you see, if you take the scripture and you believe in it, you have no reason to be depressed. You say, I don't have anything. Nothing is working for me, but at least Jesus is working for me. And I, that's enough. I said, that's enough. Amen. Now, the next thing, and I said we are going to pray. The next thing that I want us to pray about is to understand what it means to be saved. You see, a lot of women don't understand what it means to be married. I'm not going to teach about that, but <laughs> a lot of women don't understand what it means to be married. And therefore, they see marriage as somebody giving them a ring, paying lobola and doing a wedding, and that's it. But if they understood what it means to be married, do you get it? The things will be different. And young ones, let me tell you, as you want to be married, what you are asking for and what you are praying for is to give up your vision so that the man you marry's vision becomes your vision. That's what it means to be married. You didn't think so. I can see it. So when you are praying, please understand what you are praying for. And listen, you see, that is also, if, if you understand what it means to be married, it will change the parameters with which you choose. Because if I'm going to give up my vision to take somebody else's vision and make it mine, then that person's vision must be bigger than mine. Aha. Uh -huh. You see, aha. Uh -huh. You see, you see, you see, you see. But, but, but you don't, you, you, that is not what you think about. You think about he's handsome. He has nice muscles. Yeah, he's sweet. He's, 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 he, he makes me laugh. He makes me cry. Ah, what, what is that song? He's tall and he is dark. Look at, look at, look at you. Look, look at you. 
Listen, listen. If you don't understand this, your marriage will not last for long. And the marriage will be a pain for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If, If there's one major fountain of pain in life, it's marriage. It's not work. It's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's not work. It's marriage. Mm-hmm. Because, you see, if you miss this point and you have to now change your big vision and what you could have achieved on your own, with somebody whose vision it's not even there. That is when you understand what it means to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. If you understand it, because it's, you see, the concept of marriage is, is, is in the word of God. It is the Lord who said it is not good for Adam to be alone. I'll make for him, not for myself. God didn't say I'll make for myself. He said I will make for him a help meet or suitable for him. A help. He didn't say he's making another Adam. He's making a help. He didn't say he's making another leader. He says he's making a help. Yeah. Uh, you can put it there so that they'll see that I'm not, I'm not the one saying it. I'm not updating the Bible. It's always been there. It was there before I came and it will be there after I'm gone. The same thing. It is not good for the man to be alone. Yeah. I would make a helper who is just right for him. It's not about you. It's about him. So, ladies, choose your him well. Uh huh, uh huh. Choose, choose, choose your him that you can be happy to be for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you discover that the him that is appropriate for you is not nice to look upon. <laughs> you see, you see, meanwhile, meanwhile, Satan knows that you are always looking by what you see. So he will bring you the tormentor who is nice to look upon. And will deceive you to live the one who is actually not nice to look upon, but the him who is good to have. Mm-hmm. So when you start by your tall, dark muscle, and be, just ask yourself, is it, is, it, is it good? Is it a good hymn? Anyway, that's not a preaching I came to preach about. I don't even know why I'm here. Uh, let's get out of here. Let's move on. Now, now, now. I was talking about 
understanding what it means to be saved. And I will explain it to you. This is what it means to be saved. That is why you need, that's why Jesus said, if any man will come after me and refuses to take up his cross, then he's not worthy of me. Because of me, the life that you have to live needs a cross. Because this is the life. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm pra- it's prayer time now. Tell somebody sitting by you, we are about to pray. Yeah, yeah, it's prayer time. It's prayer time. We are praying to understand and to accept it. You see, when you accept what God has for you, he would give you what he has also prepared for those who accept what he has for them. Yeah. You see, before we read this verse, maybe let me read the scripture that the Lord has laid on my heart. Just, I don't know if you can hang this one somewhere. And then we read Proverbs 16.25. Proverbs 16.25. And, and let this verse be a warning to you. To guide you. Do you get it? And you see, Proverbs, I call it... It's, you see, Solomon never said, and the Lord spoke to me. But you see... What he did was to observe life and based on the level of his wisdom to draw conclusions. So Solomon is like a a lab technician that writes out the results of the many experiments of life. Solomon is like a scientist of life. Yeah, Solomon is like a scientist of life. He observed and analyzed human living and drew up conclusions and then presented them in the Ecclesiastes, Proverbs and Sons of Solomon. You see, there is a path. There is a path before each person that seems that seems that seems what makes it right? Because, you see, it it, it makes it right to you because it, it, it conforms to your assessment and your analysis of what is right. <laughs> I'm preaching. A prayer topic is coming. Because, listen, this one, eh, unless God has helped you, you will fall easily into that trap. Mm-hmm. So we are going to pray, God help us and put into us that grace, that touch. That makes us choose what you say and what you offer for us without even wanting any explanation. Some children are born like that. You know, some children are born like that. They just do whatever their parents say they should do. It's not because they are afraid of their parents, uh, but it's like naturally, mommy says we should do this, daddy says we should do this, so they just do it. And what it means is that their grace is the grace of obedience. So their lives go well. Some children also, whatever mommy says, they should not do. That is what they would do. Yeah. Yeah. Some children are also like that. If mommy says left, if they were going to left, they would change because mommy says left. Now they will go right. And the result of their life is frustration. So some of these things is the grace of God. Are you with me? It's the grace of God. You see, I am in this country 
and living the life that I live now, I can see the grace of God. Because this country was not the first on the list for doctors who qualified in Ghana. No. I can count about 40 of my classmates who went straight to either America or UK. Yes. We were a class of 55. About 50 of the class went out of the country. And about 45 went to between UK and America. That is a common destination of Ghanaian trained doctors. South Africa is not a common destination. I can see the grace of God. Because if I had not come here, I would not have been living the life that I live now. And I'm grateful for that life that I live. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Not a life for myself. Because I'm too small. If I were living for myself, it would be a waste of life. Because it's, it's almost like I'm spending gallons of oil on just a small patch of a wall that must be painted. Or I'm frying one sausage roll with five liters of oil. Or an egg with five liters of oil. That is what it would be. If, if I were to live the life that I was, that I was actually planning for myself, that is actually would be the life. Because I'll be living for my wife and my children and a few family members. That's all. I wouldn't even be living for my patients. Mm-hmm. Because the patients who don't pay, I take them to debt collection. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm not living for them. I'm living for myself. They are my instruments that makes me live for myself. That's why if they don't pay me for the service I give them, I take them to the debt collectors. Yeah. I, I, I'll be living for my children because when I give them money, I don't expect them to pay me back. Mm-hmm. Even if they, 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 they squander it, I give them more because I'll be having a lot and not knowing what to do. And yet, I wouldn't be willing to give it to other people who actually will use it well. I'll be forcing to give them to my, God forbid, my stupid children who are not using it well. Uh, because some of, some, of your, some of the children are very stupid. I mean, stupid is a nice word. If, if used on them. Because another word is needed, which I don't have the vocabulary for it. So it says, there is a path before each person. It seems right. It seems right because your, the programming of your mind, the programming of your senses draws a conclusion that the things you are seeing on this path is the right path. But the Bible says, but it ends in death. Now, let's read the verse that I want to read. 2 Corinthians 5. So keep in mind this. Keep in mind this. What is the way that seems right to you? Think again. Because Jesus says, or the word of God says, in this kingdom, remember he said, you, you can't, if you refuse to take your cross, I don't need you. And you, don't, you can't have me. I'm only for people who have taken their cross. Yeah. For people who have taken their cross. To do what? To do what? To do what I did. I went to the, I took my cross, I went to the cross, not because I'm a sinner, but because of others. In other words, I, I left my majestic throne, I put aside my majesty, my reputation, and put on the form, a fashion as a man, and came to the place where men are, and took their sins upon myself, and went to the cross, not because I've done anything wrong, but because I'm living for them. And he says, anybody who follows me must live for others. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. There is a way 
that seems wrong to a man, but the end thereof is the way of life. Jesus says, he said, for we know, please let's go to verse 14. Verse 14, 2 Corinthians. He said, either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. Verse 15 is the verse that we must pray for. He died for everyone. He died for no, some people. Oh, really? Ah, how do you spell everyone? Ah, this one is some people. E-V-E-R-Y one. It's for, he died for some people. Ask the person by you, did he die for you? Are you sure? Are you sure that when he was dying, you were included? He didn't count you. You were, not, you were not among the number. Do you believe it, that he died for you? Then this is what the verse says. He died for everyone. So that those who receive whose, whose new life should do what? Please, I'm not now trying to tell you. You see, the Greek word for this is that, the, and you know, because of that, the, the, this one. I'm not doing any integration here. Neither am I doing any differentiation. I'm just reading the word of God. I'm not solving a simultaneous equation here. I'm just reading the Bible as it is being written for our warning. That he died for everyone. The reason so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. In other words, before they receive his new life, they lived for themselves. And the life, the power of Satan over you hinges on your decision to live for yourself. The day you decide that I'm not living for myself, Satan loses his power over you. Do you understand what I'm saying? The day you decide that you are no longer living for yourself, Satan loses his power over you. The strength of Satan's power over you is you living for yourself. Mm -hmm. I, I would have explained it, but I don't think I want to explain it. So I'll leave it at that. Believe it or reject it. The strength of Satan's power over you is when you decide to live for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, when you are living for yourself, you will not see any good in you. But when you are living for somebody, somebody would say, oh, you are, you are the listening ear that I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. When you look at yourself, you don't see any good in you. I'm not like this person. I'm not like that person. But the person that you are living for will say, oh, you are the best thing that ever happened to my life. So instead of you looking at yourself and feeling inadequate and being depressed, somebody is looking at you and saying, the best thing that happened is for you to come into my life because you are the shoulder that I can always cry on. You are the pillow that I never had. You are the voice that encourages me when there's nobody to encourage me. I treasure you. 
You see, unless Christians understand this, we will not experience the power of God that is meant for the beautification of our lives. Mm -hmm. And we would have small lives. We will, no matter whether you are born again or not, you will have small life. Unless The reason he died for everyone is so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Mm -hmm. Your life is small because you have been living for yourself. I said, your life, check it, check it and see. Your life is small because you have been living for yourself. It's always been about you. You've been living for yourself. You can't see how by not living for yourself, yourself will be catered for. Yeah. He, let, let's take it again. Let's not read it. He died for I think it's a very simple message, isn't it? That's what I said, that without understanding, you go into marriage and you'll be frustrated. Understand what it means to be married. Understand what it means to be born again. Don't you want to pray? I mean, I, I, no, 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 because this one, it's not an easy truth that you can walk in it. Because the selfishness is so deep in our age. What are you saying? I don't have food to eat and you are saying that I must think about somebody else. What are you saying? My school fees is not paid. I've not passed my exams. And you are saying that I shouldn't think about myself. I should think about somebody else. Please. If you are okay, you can think about others. But me, I'm not okay. Yeah. You see, the selfishness is the strength of Satan's power over us. And I want us to pray. Because, you see, it's a truth that has been sitting there. And yet, 99% of Christians actually, in fact, they are receiving Jesus is so that he can help them to live for themselves. Mm -hmm. If the prayer topics of people were to be, were to be sent on uh, 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 Facebook, you see the topics. You see how the self features in the prayer topics. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In fact, the, the topics that really make us pray. If, is it, even prayerless people, what is about them and the need of supernatural help, they become prayerful. Eish. I mean, there are some people, when you see them at prayer meeting, you need to ask yourself, what has happened? Hallelujah. So we are going to pray. We are going to pray that, Lord, you said the just shall live by faith. Your word tells me that you died for everyone so that me who has received the new life in you will no longer live for myself, but live for you who died for me. Yeah. Lord, let this be real truth in my life and let the evidence of this truth be abundant in every dimension of my life. Whatever it means to not live for yourself, may the Lord himself give you revelation about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about you. You see, Satan was able to enter the garden and spoil everything when he made it about Adam and Eve. See, the day you eat it, you, your eyes will be open. 
and you will know good and evil. That was the beginning of the end. I said, that was the beginning from the end. Or that was the end from the beginning. So we want to pray to be free from this power of Satan. Now that we are in a new kingdom, in this new kingdom, you don't live for yourself. You live for Christ. You live for Christ. Yeah. And let, let me give you an example. You see, if I have an option for all of you to serve me, in other words, I have an option for all of you to serve me or I have an option to serve all of you. According to the wisdom of the word of God, the option to serve all of you is the option that will take me higher and that will give me a good quality of life. The option for you to serve me will not take me higher. You know why? If I am the one, the reason, if I become the reason why you are having to move up and down sleepless nights, it's like I'm sending you, I'm calling for this, you have to go and do this for me. Even when you are tired, you need to go because you are serving me. It doesn't, it wouldn't take you much to begin to pray for me to go away. Oh, yes, yes. But you see, the way you are, if I am the one that is serving you, I'm the one running errands, bringing you this, send, going to get this one for you, going to do this, going to do this, supplying you with money and sorting out your laundry and everything, you will pray that I should never die. Yeah. And, and you will always be wishing for my presence. Yeah, yeah. When you see me, you'll be happy. But if it's the other way, when you hear my voice, you see the phone ringing, you check it, uh, should I answer? This guy's going to disturb me. What does he want? Say, Lord, set me free. Take him away. <laughs> yeah. So, so listen, listen. It explains when Jesus said that in, among the Gentiles, they lord it over them. But in the kingdom, in my kingdom, it is not so. He that will be greater should be the servant of all. I think it's, it's time to pray. Let's rise to our feet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, that, that is, when, when you understand sacrifice carrying your cross, do you get it? It's going to release a certain power in you that is like Satan cannot get you any longer. Because what works and what makes him gain control and manages lives is lives that live for themselves. But Jesus said, in the kingdom, you don't live for yourself. You live for others. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord. And, and talk to him about it seriously. Say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. You died for everyone, including me, so that as I receive the new life that you bring in me, I will no longer live for myself. Lord, I, please help me. I have focused my mind. Everything has been about me. But it has not helped me. I plead with you, Lord. I plead with you, Lord. That touch me in the innermost being. In the place of change. That this truth would find a place in me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Oh, yes. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Pray to the Lord. Pray, pray. It's a house of prayer. It is a truth that will not just have a place in you because you heard it. But it's a truth that must have a place in you for you to break free from the whole I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for coming to us in a special way. Thank you for the release of many that were held in bondage by the enemy. Thank you. Thank you. We would hold on to our cross. We would cherish the cross. For in the cross is our power to break free from the works of darkness in our lives and to set many free. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, say pastor I have heard about Jesus but I have not received him as the Lord of my Savior but from hearing you preach I don't want to live for myself any longer and therefore I want to take the first step of receiving Jesus as my Lord and Savior every head bowed and every eye closed you want to say, I want to be born again. I want to identify myself with the death of Jesus Christ on the cross so that I can receive from him a new life. A life that does not make me live for myself, but a life that will make me live for Jesus. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You want to be born again, please lift up the right hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I sense the presence of the Lord here to set many free from the spirit of selfishness and to open the door of greatness into your life. Thank you, Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Let us pray. Let us pray. And let's all pray this prayer. Father in heaven, I thank you for a day like this when I can hear your word and hear your voice. Today, I come to you just as I am. And I repent of my ways as I submit to you as my God. Forgive me of my sins and with the precious blood of Jesus let it be wiped away for good. I confess that Jesus Christ is your son. He came to die for my sins. He rose again on the third day.
seated at your right hand. Jesus, I receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. From today, I know I have a new life because you are in my life. I thank you for loving me. And thank you for hanging on the cross. I'll follow you by taking up my cross. Thank you for this love. Thank you for this new life. By your spirit, I will live it to the fullest. To the glory of your name and to the glory of the Father. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Please be seated. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, just keep standing. As, as I was, you can be sharing a communion. As I was praying, the Lord was flooding my mind with a lot of truths about what the scripture that we read. And it's like, look at yourself. Look at yourself. By you deciding to improve yourself, even in your human effort, you became a blessing to many. You were born as a nothing and you could have ended up as nothing. But by your decision to go to school, by your decision to study, you became a doctor and you worked in places and through you, many people gave glory to me because the disease that should have killed them, because of your presence in that community, you delivered many from diseases that was to kill. And the Lord brought to my mind a number of cases where by my quick intervention, those lives were spared. Just because I was there. Just because I was there. Yeah. And it was a look at you. Look at what you could do. How much more if you allow me to live through you. What a blessing you will be unto others. But you see, my motivation for becoming a doctor is not because I thought of others, but because I thought of myself. But the Lord still showed me that even in thinking of myself, because I did this, look at the many lives I affected. How much more if I set my face to live for others? What I could have done, could have done far more. Yeah. And you see, most of us have limited and are limiting our lives because we have made us focus ourselves. But the day we receive this scripture, as we have prayed today in our hearts, May we receive it. It will motivate you to expose yourself to things that makes you a great blessing unto others. Because of you, somebody will receive the wisdom they need to deliver them from the trap of Satan. Yeah? Because of you. Because you spend time to read your Bible. You spend time to read books. By spending time, sleepless nights, to learn biology, to learn physics, to learn chemistry, and go on to learn physiology, anatomy, biochemistry, bacteriology, virology, and all the G's. Because I, I spent sleepless nights, one day, a patient would have died 
if I had not been there and I operated on the patient alone as a doctor. I put the patient, I knew how to kill the, the pain at the back. I knew how to open to take out the baby. And as I opened, the woman's womb was already ruptured. It was just left for the baby's sack to burst. The baby would have died, the woman would have died. But because somebody who, who spent sleepless nights to educate himself was there, the baby was saved, the woman was saved. Yeah. You see, that, that is even with my mind as getting money. How much more if you decide to live for others? as Christ has said in his word, and you invest your life, or you invest in your life, how many souls will not go to hell because of you? How many people will be married properly instead of having children all around? How many people in the community will be free from the power of darkness just because of you? Don't live for yourself. You will live too small a life. I said, don't live for yourself. You will live too small You see, today, if I am to be, if it is to be announced that I'm dead, people will cry. People will cry. I say, why? People will be offended with God. Why should you let our pastor die? But if I was a doctor and practicing as a doctor and I died, it's only my children and my wife and my few family members who will be crying. My patients will continue to have their party as usual. Have, have you seen anybody that is, so your doctor is dead and it makes them not to eat for two days? It's a small life. God is be giving you a bigger life. I said, God is giving you a bigger life. Amen. A life that is more prosperous. A life that is more fulfilling. A life that will be a great blessing. Not only unto you, but unto so many people. Embrace it and walk in it. And whatever you need to do to live that life, please do it. That's why there are many books. There are many books. How you can preach salvation. Anakazo. How to neutralize curses. And so many other books. Plenty of books. They are all here. You can read it. Just as I read the medical books. And I became a savior. Humanly speaking. Of many lives. Or earthly lives. You will be a savior. Of men. You will be a deliverer. You will be a helper. You will be a restorer. Amen. Yeah, that's what your, your life will be. A, you see, when your name comes up, heaven would even be happy. Yeah. Because I said, this one is living for others. Yeah. I said, don't, it, it doesn't look right, but it is right. Living for yourself looks right, but it is, the end of it is destruction. Don't live for yourself. I said, don't live for yourself. You will live too small a life. You will be like five liters of oil frying one piece of egg. You are delivered in Jesus' name. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on loyaltyhousesouthafrica.org.